The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are locate, located throughout this beautiful Thursday, wherever you're at globally. Welcome in, Demi Lachey's here, super producer Joe is our engineers on the ones and twos, well, mostly just the one. Demi Lachey is here in studio, live on this beautiful Thursday, welcome into the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Kwame is definitely out and about, on out on location, shall be calling in here very soon. Kurt Felkeller is also outside of the building today as well, so it got me in here riding solo for today, and you know what? I, I feel like our team, our trio, is getting very, it's getting better. The communi- communication starting to pick up. Uh, loved getting the text messages at like six in the morning. You know, waking me up, waking me. Um, at the same time, I'm getting up to go to the gym. At the same time, I'm getting text messages about phone calls and who's gonna be where. And I enjoy that. That that's helpful. I think that's putting the team together. I'm, I'm not saying we, you know. Kobe and the Lakers or Shaq, Pippen, and Rodman, but, I mean, it, it's getting there. I, I feel, you know, you have to find that foundation of a team, and, yeah, so never mind that. I mean, I feel like we're, we're getting better as a, as a team, and <laughs> it's starting to come together. So, I am in this thing, solo dolo. Um, as you occurred, obviously, it's a sports talk show, so definitely some ton of news in the sports, in the sports world, I guess you could say. Starting off, I mean... Definitely Nick Young, D'Angelo Russell, the Lakers organization is always a great topic to start a show off with and uh, definitely a, a headliner, but I'm going to wait on that. I'm going to wait because uh, I know Kwame had requested he wanted to call in and speak on speak on his mind about that concept. I mean, I think we all know of the rift that uh, is going on between Nick Young and uh, their number one overall pick, their number two overall pick in the draft, but uh, D'Angelo Russell and his rift of taking a video, talking about the personal life of Nick Young and how he is committed to cheating on Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. I'm not a big fan of her, but, I mean, I don't, I don't, I could care less, I mean, be honest with their relationship, but it's a big, it's a big-time deal when it comes to a personal uh, locker room, friendship, trust system. Uh, we'll definitely speak on that. Uh, also, around in the... Um, Sports world, I guess you could say. The best week, I guess, um, is coming up in sports. I mean, yeah, I can easily say uh, the Final Four, but baseball, opening day, it's taking place next week. So a lot of these teams are just now finishing up. I know the D-backs and the uh, Rockies, I believe they, had a, uh, I believe they have a game today um, between the Rockies and the D-backs. Spring training, uh, it's that last little go-around, getting the rosters put together. Um, one roster move that I did not see coming definitely at the beginning of the season uh, when the guy got signed to the Boston Red Sox and uh, Pablo Sandoval will not be starting in the in the lineup in the rotation. Uh, could be a possible DH. 
not sure, but when you get paid $95 million, uh, I guess you can take the day off, maybe almost the season off. So, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, we're going to get this thing started off jumping back into the NBA world. And, yes, I will hold out uh, for the moment with the uh, Nick Young and D'Angelo Russell concept. But I want to jump into some some more positive. I feel like today on this Thursday, you know, we can start things off pretty positive. And looking at the San Antonio Spurs, I know we don't talk about them too much, but they do. They are very well respected in the not only in the NBA but in the world of sports and a one of the best teams um, in the past decade uh, and what Greg Popovich has put together, what Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Ginobili have represented, and with them going thirty eight zero on the season so far is the best start um, in NBA history, I guess you could say for a home home game standpoint. I, I don't understand why it's a start. I think it's pretty much the whole season, pretty much after thirty eight games. Um, that's more than just a start, but they have broken the Bulls' record. I know uh, the Bulls see themselves as literally the greatest team. They still are until the Warriors reach 73, or if they reach 73. But the Bulls are still holding it down. Uh, they're still the greatest team, and one of their records, once again, uh, team concept is broken. One of their records is broken, and 37 wins at home has turned into 38 now. Now held by head down, held by your San Antonio Spurs this season. Uh, Well-respect is going out. I mean, a lot of uh, tabloids, a lot of focus and rumors, and everyone loves jumping on the bandwagon of what the Warriors have presented. But the Spurs, I mean, they're not having a, a bad season at all. And I know if the, if the Warriors go down as having the best season, then you could arguably say, you know, the Spurs probably had the second best, third best season of all time. I mean, in the standings and their wins and loss records, uh, you know, they're sitting number two, uh, five games, I guess you could say, behind the Golden State Warriors, but they only have 12 losses. So uh, that's a lot of respect right there. That's a lot of amount of respect. So uh, congrats to them boys on them achieving that goal. It's well-respected, well-needed, especially going to the playoff round. You know, I think you still have to keep a lookout with the Spurs. I know with the Spurs, I know the Warriors are – you know, looking very nice and still keep keeping that winning concept on, but I think some guys are getting tired, especially with them chasing seventy three and then making it out to the public. A lot of guys aren't going to get that LeBron James type rest. We do have Kwame here jumping on the phone, jumping on line here. Kwame, what's going on on this beautiful Thursday for you, buddy? What's up, man? Now I'm doing some uh, what is it, American Food Society something out here, so like a big event. Um, but I had to show up for it. Okay. Uh, you talk, you're talking to the uh, Spurs. I think Golden State and the way they looked last night, because they went in overtime with the Jazz. Yeah. That's not saying that it, that couldn't happen because the Jazz are playing good basketball and they were at home. But the uh, I think Golden State's first test, if you will, may come with the the, the Clippers. Okay. Some of you play the Clippers. The Clippers, if you don't get a jump, but the Golden State Warriors, you don't want to make this a long series. You want to win 16 games and get out of get out of this uh to win the championship, then you want to make this as uh, quick as possible so you may get some rest while during the playoffs. I think LeBron, when he was with Miami, did a great job of that. They try to get rid of teams so they got more rest. And I think for an older team, that helps like the Spurs. But the Clippers and the uh, Golden State Warriors will be a good matchup to watch if that's the first round or maybe the second round. Actually, it should be the second round um, if it goes down yeah. like that. And with the Clippers getting Blake Griffin back, I think um, – I think the uh, that might be their biggest challenge, and until they meet up into the Western Conference Final. 
And it's always like that year year over year. You always see the Clippers and the Warriors. They they do not like one another. They the Warriors have dominated the series. So I don't know if you can even call it a rivalry just yet. It's just a it's just a one man beatdown show. And you got the two top premier point guards in the game. I mean, they have two different versions of their game and the way they dominate the game. And Chris Paul and Stephen Curry. But you know, it's it's a fun matchup. To uh, I like teasing so many people when it comes to this barber shop type conversation of which team is better and which point guard is better because go, uh, Stephen Curry is just dominating this guy, uh, Chris Paul, when they have a one-on-one matchup. But Chris Paul averages about 25, 27 points against the Warriors. So now it's just the simple fact of who's going to step up. And I like the way the Clippers are playing without Blake Griffin. I like the confidence in J.J. Redick, and he's the three-point yeah. uh, leader in the NBA. without uh, Griffin. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, when they were bringing up rooms earlier season, him on the trade block, I wouldn't mind that at all. I, w- I would not have been surprised. I told you, I'm not sold on Blake Griffin, Chris Paul necessarily in the playoffs, but uh, I'm sold I think- on both of those guys, but not both of them together. Okay. Not both of them together because you he, he got too much uh, male ego out there, and everybody wants the ball, but the ball initially has to go through Chris Paul, really. Yeah. Then if you can find a star in DeAndre Jordan, if he can hit some free throws, Maybe that big man, you're not liking that big man because then you had an offensive guy who was primarily thought of as a defensive guy, a stopper, which he did a great job, does a great job at. But too much male testosterone that, uh, between those two guys. Yeah. And then you can look at their record and see that the Clippers play better without Blake Griffin. And he's coming back off a of suspension, off of actually an injury, and he's also suspended for hitting a, a, a staff member of the, Golden, of the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. And he's serving that suspension right now. Uh, yeah, he'll be back Sunday, so we we'll, we get to see you know how much conditioning. I'm I'm not expecting too much because I, I know he's probably out of shape, but at least they need yeah, to get him. Definitely. It's a great time to start getting him going, definitely uh, before the playoffs. But uh, right. you mentioned twelve games left, and, and this, is, this is the perfect time to get him back with basketball shape because he's you know being a professional as long as he has been, he should bounce back pretty quick within ten ten or twelve games. Yeah, and you, you mentioned the Utah Jazz who are. Uh, in the playoff spot right now, in that last seed, in the oh, eight yeah. seed. I mean, right now they're tied at seven with the Rockets and um, mm-hmm. with the Dallas Mavericks in that nine. So that's a surprise there. I mean, I got to give uh, shouts out and kudos to the Utah Jazz. And, you know, they've been a young team and putting it together for the past couple of years. And to see them I get a shot, you know. They'll give some problems to people. I think, yeah, I, I think they will get in. I think they will slide in. Obviously, they took Golden State to overtime and, I know Golden State probably is exhausted. That's the excuse everyone likes to use, but it's basketball. You know, this is what you signed up for. Um, it's Golden literally – what's up? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I mean, that first-round matchup, I think that would be a, a great matchup for the Jazz. I think it would be pretty competitive uh, than what we seen last year for, like from the Pelicans. That was just a young team oh. that just came together at the right time. The Jazz, have, right. they've been doing this for a while, so they kind of remind me of an old Warriors team or old Spurs team, or the new version of the uh, the Spurs with, you know, not big-name guys, but just a great team concept that's been building um, for the past couple of years. So we'll see. Um, I don't want to call them the Spurs, obviously. I, I, I don't want to disrespect the Spurs too much like that, but it, it's yeah. great to see the Jazz, you know, coming from the Carl people Malone days. Think, uh, people always think they're being disrespectful, but you make a good point. The Spurs had to be somebody before they had who. They already are. Yeah. Beat somebody and look and, and and there's not even an argument that that's a dynasty program over there. But I don't think you disrespecting those guys. I think you're putting in a um in a in my frame or mindset that 
hey, is this team put a piece of the puzzle together, one or two players? Yeah. Some lifelonger guys? Because you look at the Utah Jazz, you don't know anybody on that roster. I mean, you know the baller, the defensive guy. But yeah. it's not one of those. It's kind of like playing in Seattle. Right. Like playing in Seattle when, when Seattle, when Oklahoma State's on the play there. Nobody know you. You don't get the media coverage. Nobody talk about University of um, Oregon or in this uh, Final Four. Right. Because you don't get to see them. You don't know how great they are, how good they can play together. Right. But I, I think you make a good point, whereas, you know, you've got to compare them to somebody to bring some, to make it more visible for anybody who's listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, then you can argue the fact if some crazy fool call in and say, you know, how can you compare them to it? Well, it's not compared to San Antonio had to stop from somewhere else. Yeah. And it, that's a great model to, to to follow. You know, that's a great footstep. I mean, I, you're right. There's no disrespect to, from the Utah Jazz standpoint. It's like, hey, I I wouldn't mind following Spurs uh, and what they do and how the way they put their uh, their dynasty together. Absolutely. So, if, if that's our end result, I wouldn't mind that at all. Yep. All right, so we definitely got to come up on our first break here. After the first break, we do have Kwame on the phone. I told y'all, you know, I was going to wait on it. And, you know, we will discuss D'Angelo Russell, Nick Young, Young and the Rustless. Uh, we will talk about that, uh, this riff raft, I guess, that's being out there. Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk Show. Demi Lachey, Kwame Lasseter. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back in. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Demi Lachey is here on this Thursday. Kwame Lasseter here on the lines. Kurt Felkeller still out on assignment. They'll be co- coming in or calling in here very soon. So, 
Sounds like a real radio station. Got the music going. Yeah, of course we do. What's, I'm what's here. What's going on? Make, make us sound good. Yeah, I'm here. That's why. Oh, okay. I figured that was it. I think that's, yeah. Joe, me and Joe talked about it. Uh, <laughs> so let's get to it, Kwame. I'm Appreciate not going to hold it, back. I know, you, I know you heard enough of this story. I'm ready to put it to rest because, honestly, I could care less about who's involved in this, but it is a story we definitely shall get to. Kwame's favorite team, his favorite player, Nick Young, uh, and his rookie teammate got 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 into it. His rookie first round, the future D'Angelo Russell of the Los Angeles Lakers, caught himself up in a feud, uh, presenting a video, starting the video up. It's obvious it, it's him, and at first it came out as alleged, uh, but now we all know because he came out and apologized for it as well. On top of that. Mm, D'Angelo Russell, Nick Young, said some things Iggy Azalea is not okay with. I don't think the world is okay with. But uh, the other side of the story is, why in the world is D'Angelo Russell sitting there recording this video in a private setting in a hotel room and then says he don't know how I got out? It's his phone. Yeah, he's, a, uh, he's an idiot. Let's talk about it. Let's, young, let's get into it. Idiot. Yes. Um, what do you want to start? I mean, I mean, for for, every, for the listeners out there, you know, we have the guy code. I guess that's the uh, that's that's the the term that everyone's familiar with. The, the, the guy code, the guy lingo, rules you can't touch, you cannot break. Um, in a locker room, especially sports, in a professional standpoint, it turns up to a whole nother level. Even in college, right. even in high school. We had rules and just not necessarily like we had to. It's, it's, it's the rule that you don't even have to talk about, that you don't need to talk about. And I, I know. That. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those personal rules you just don't talk like cussing in front of your mom or something, you know, like it's just some stuff you don't do, you know, that you, you know, sometimes you do may need to cuss, but you don't want to do it in front of her or your grandmother. You talking about you talking about a death sentence now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh say bye-bye. Um but this in 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 a in a fraternity, I guess you could say, in this locker room. Uh they're not they're not talking to this young man. They don't want to be around him. They're not eating lunch with him. They tell him to go sit on the other side of the cafeteria. Yep. Uh What's your take on it? Have you ever went through or heard anything like this in like? Because I can't I, honestly, I haven't, I haven't seen anything Man, like this. Not in a professional locker room. I, I, I ain't been in, like we know, we we knew, we don't get in other people's business. We don't record. Unfortunately, yeah, you you you've got a lot of guys like that, and that's you know what that's a sickening part. It hurts for some more that a guy is like that. You you always it's easier. If you think a woman did it because you think a woman gossip, but that's just the all women don't gossip, but you put that stigma on them. And it's easier when when two men are doing something, you say, it's like, yeah, but two women doing it, it's like, oh, that's a beautiful thing. Right. Uh, but that's not the case. But in the locker room, nothing gets out the locker room. You can't be that type of guy. I could never and never will trust the, that guy. I mean, until the day I die, it, it will yeah. be, man, where, where's this guy from? And, and doing the things he's doing letting stuff out the locker room and privately, secretly filming somebody over some uh, over some stuff that you know shouldn't get out. I don't care how immature he was. He was in college for a year. He has been on a, around top athletes because he was with the AAU basketball team. Yeah. Things like that just shouldn't get out. Yeah. It's an unfortunate situation that he could do that and then 
feel so sorry and sick. Just think about the feeling. As you get older, I guess you will learn because you got to, when you get older and you make mistakes like that, you think about the feeling before you even push a stand or say something. How would you feel if that happened to you? And then it becomes easier. So, I mean, that's something you got to learn as you get older, though. Right. Trust me on that one. Right. Yeah, he, he definitely going to learn it. Um, I think it's going to hit him in the next week. Yeah, he's going to learn today. I think he's going to learn it in the next like week or two is where, where it's really going to hit him. Like th- This is something that is going to be a part of him for the rest of his career. I don't care everyone saying, well, he's young, it's his rookie year. We're not going to talk about this a week or two weeks from now or you know, next year. Oh, this is going to run with him for the rest of his career. When you think of D'Angelo Russell, you're going to think of this um, <laughs> event that he wanted to partake in. So I started to think a little bit. You know, I'm 20 years old. I want to fit in with the guys. You know, I'm a rookie. You know, you, you want to fit in. You want to be a part of everything. I'm in L.A., okay? It, it's you all, You're always on the scene, and then there's a whole nother level of L.A. Like, there's Denzel Washington, L.A., and then there's Will Smith, L.A. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's levels on top of levels out in L.A. So, where would he get this mindset? You know, I'm like, where would he... Could a, could a girl promote this or did someone get in his head like, hey, if you can catch up or um, what's going on, if you can talk about it, if you can record. Like, I don't know. Like, where could this come? Like, I don't think it's funny. I know they tried to say it was a prank or, you know, two guys talking. It wasn't even in the locker room. This was in the hotel room. Like, this is even more beyond of personal space personal times personal space you know you're on the road and you know you you just kick back and talking and you're not having a great season so uh but you still you know you still have your teammates still want to get to know one another and you guys are family like that's like your brother and you're around each other during the season more than you are around your personal family and what Nick Young is going to like if it was just you know regular girlfriend or so Maybe you can give this a pass, you know, maybe. But this is this guy's fiance. He's put time into this. He wanted to, he's ready to start a whole new life in that whole new marriage standpoint. I mean, just for a young guy like D'Angelo Russell to take part in any of that, I don't think he knows, he understood how serious it, 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 it was until it all came out. Um, even just to bring out your phone and record it. Like, that's that's not cool. That's not funny. Um, and then you look at the, the Nick Young standpoint, you know. Here's another stereotype. Uh, I guess you could say professional athlete standpoint, NBA player, whatever you want to call it. Um, can't stay committed in a relationship. Uh, that's his personal, you know. Whatever they have going, him and Iggy, like, that's their business. You know, I hate... That's the one thing I don't like about social media because there's there are no secrets out there. And, you know, I'm not a fan of keeping a secrets, but at the same time, some stuff just don't need to be said or just be presented out in this world. And the more and more social media grow, the more opportunity that certain personal stuff starts to get out. Honestly, that's none of my business. What was discussed in that hotel room, what goes on after, I just... You know, it's that's just me. It's just my. I don't know if I'm different, but 
I could care less about what Nick Young and Iggy got going. I, I you know, I wish the best for them because obviously they found something that I have not found yet, and that's literally finding that marriage standpoint and you know ready to move forward with one another on a personal level. So, um, you know, I, I'm wishing them the best. I hope they can work this out. They can get past this, and um, yeah, you know that Nick Young does grow up, and you know. Don't have his for one. Don't have his business out in the streets, and for one to control himself on a whole nother level. Like when you time to get married, it's literally you know that's that's your wife, man. You know you got to respect it to a whole nother level. So, uh, you know I'm looking at both sides as well. So many people are starting you know to come at Nick Young and call him a dog and dirty and nasty and all these names and you know you you wouldn't know about any of this if. You know, this didn't even drop out. If it didn't even come out, you know, you're in a personal space. It's not even in the locker room where there's microphones could be hidden. This is in a hotel room. Like, like literally, there's no one in there besides you and, a, and one of your teammates. So, um, Kwame, I know you had dropped off there for a second. Um, so what is your take on the Nick Young side of things? Uh, I, I mean. That's clear I hate at the highest level, man. You don't, do, <laughs> you don't do stuff like that. You don't even play around like that. Right. It's just a. Uh, you know, like you said, like we were saying before I got off the line, but it was, it was all that stuff is innate. You just don't do it. You know it feels bad, or you know. And again, as you get older, as you get older, and you have some life experience, yeah. Now you can start thinking about, okay, if I do this, how I'm gonna feel about it if it was me. And then you make your uh, decision after that. You just you got a choice, you got a decision, and you got to think. You got you to think consequences. Right. So a lot of that stuff is just immature, and he's just stupid. And you got that dumb look on your face. You know how you. You ask your kids uh, to explain something that they did. Yeah. You don't know that you don't know what it is, but they did it, and they know exactly one hundred percent what it is. But they got that dumb look on their face, and not a word coming out of their mouth. I looked at him, I looked at him and said, "Man, you're an idiot." That's all <laughs> I can think about. Just doing that. I don't even care about the situation. But first yeah. of all, Nick shouldn't have been running his mouth about his girl to another guy. Right. That's what girl. That's what girls make their mistake. Exactly. Running their mouth to their girlfriends about another guy. Then, then you know what's happening. Exactly. And literally, like, I just can't, like, why would you even want to be around a part or even dig into something like his? That's his business, right. man. Like, I mind your own business, you know? And when you start asking me a certain questions in a certain way, Nick Young may be just an idiot and all this. You might be the big idiot because you don't know what's going on. Why are you asking these questions? Well, yeah. maybe they're that cool and they talk like that. See, I kind of feel like there's, there's more, there's way more to the story. Like I said, I could care less because I like minding my own dang on business. But there's more. There, there has to be more to this story because the way the video was kind of set up, the way yeah. he was going into questions, even about Amber Rose. If you've seen the video, you know he was like, "Did you ever try Amber Rose?" Like somebody put you up to why? Why you pick out particular name? Right. You know. But, but, but yeah, you asked me questions that you didn't ask me before. That that's just me. Maybe it's me. Well, I think there's more to it. That that and may come out. Yeah, you, we're in a hotel. You ask me questions that. Like, oh, what? what you trying to get to? I ain't, I am on roll like that. You trying to get to something? Yeah, and I be honest with you, but you know this. This ain't like it's the beginning of the season. You know what I'm saying? This ain't like this is yeah. our first week knowing to get to know one another. The season almost right. over with. Why are you like? Why are you asking me? You know, at this point, you do build some type of trust. You're around one another. You, this is like damn near your brother, right. you know, at this point. So, right. Losers, losers do things like that, though. <laughs> I want to see how strong his mind is, man. 
can he bounce back from this? Like the game somebody else should. When you look around the league uh, historically, you know, and people they have done it. They have done it. Yeah. So you look at Kobe. Kobe's done it. Uh, yeah. Jack's done it. Well, everybody out there problem their issues, and they usually when you're young. So I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt in, in that regard. But you know, you just a, you're a man. You're an idiot. You just like kicking. That's like kicking another man in the groin. Yeah. That's that's that, that's just tough, man. That, honestly, that D'Angelo Russell, boy, you better be averaging twenty five and thirty next year. Yeah, you better be ace. You got to turn into you better, a mega star now. Yeah, you got to turn into a LeBron James for me to forget about this and say, wow, damn. Well, I mean, he's an idiot, but he got him ball. Yeah, you got, but you got to have me in that content when I talk about you. Because it, it's time to it's it's really like that time where. Guys don't even want to play with you. You know, don't want to be around you in the locker room. Nothing right now. So, Danny, he should have showed up. So, unless you literally take your skill play to a whole nother level, D'Angelo Russell, you know, best wishes to you. Unfortunately, we got to we got to take another break here. But after the break, you know, we we just can discuss a little bit. You know, where are the Lakers' future? Since you know they are the topic of discussion. Uh, MLB opening weekend, opening day next week coming up as well. So. Uh, Keep tuning in. We'll be right back. We're going to take a short break and listen to the Kwame Lester Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Let me begin. I came to win battle 
Yeah, this is the perfect one. This is the perfect song for you, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Dang. I can't, man. I was so mad yesterday, you know, that obviously we had the day off. We had Wednesdays off, but man, I was so ready on Wednesday to come in and just talk about this story that developed over Tuesday. Because at first it was allegedly in rumors, and then Wednesday it all came out. It was a apologies were taken and uh the angel russell came out yesterday in front of the media and apologized about everything so it was like man all right so now that now it's starting to calm down everyone's moving forward but this is going to haunt this man for the rest of his career it's going to be a part of him you can't do stuff like that nowadays no. it's someone's always recording stuff something especially when you're famous <laughs> exactly and not only are you famous you have a famous pop star like global module that is involved with this as well. So Iggy Azalea, big time pop star, hip hop, whatever she is. Uh, I don't, I don't see her as a hip hop artist, but she's claimed as one. But she's huge. You know, she's global. She's worldwide. Any tabloid with this now being talked about with her fiance, and it's going to be everywhere. Even in her music. Even in her music, probably coming up. You're right. Super producer Joe is in the building. Um, but this is going to, D'Angelo Russell, look what you done started, man. Like, you're you the one that kicked all of this off. Thank you. Nick Young has to live with this now. I hope it works out. It, it, I mean, going back to, um, you know, being a numbers guy, if you're a numbers guy or lady out there, going to the statistics, uh, statistics show after a concept like this situation it's not gonna work out now you gotta think about your future that was your wife to be like that's that's what you're working towards working on so oh man moving on moving on moving on to this um Yao Ming NBA still sticking in the NBA NBA is taking over the headlines I mean Obviously, the NFL, there's some NFL news that's going on as well. The NFL draft is coming up as well. So uh, I got to find me a draft party to go to, to be along with, and go speak my mind on some stuff. Um, but in the NBA world, Yao Ming did get voted into the NBA Hall of Fame. I am very surprised on this one. And Joe, Joe I don't know if you locked in or not still, but... Yeah, yeah, Yao Ming. What, what's your take on Yao Ming? Let, let's keep it simple. Maybe two words. Yao Ming. That's the what eight foot Chinese player. Supposedly eight foot. I eight mean, foot? allegedly seven foot six. I don't, honestly, I don't know anything about that guy except like he went to the Olympics with everybody, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's about it. He had a huge. He had a, obviously he 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 holds a huge empire over his country. In China, I mean, obviously, you know, China is at a, they're a whole nother world over so, there. So when did we start including out of the country into our Hall of Fame here? Well, because he played in the NBA. And he, he, he was the number one overall draft pick uh, back in, I believe, 2005, 2002, the year before LeBron James. You, you know, when you hear people talk about basketball, there's always names on the tips of everybody's tongue. I've yeah. never heard anybody talk about that guy. <laughs> exactly. Like, talent-wise, I don't 
I don't see this man being a NBA Hall of Famer. Uh, but he did, I mean, obviously, you know, change the game for the NBA and definitely getting it very massive into the China, into China, to the country of China and the Far East. So television ratings went up. Uh, NBA, everything in the NBA took, went off to a whole nother level that, you know, they probably suspected it and probably wanted him to be the number one overall pick for a reason. I'm not, I'm not going there today, but, you know, um, but with him being the number one overall pick, I mean, he, he's already started. He was already a big name before he even came as an NBA player over to the NBA world. But, you know, now that you're playing world basketball, it's it takes that, that business to a whole nother level. So, do you, do you think his size had something to do with that? It had everything to do with it. That, that's a rare – I mean, you call me, call, call me what you want, but it's stereotypically, I mean, you don't necessarily see seven foot six – you know, Chinamen walking around the U.S. can play basketball, you know, can, you know, hold his own against Shaquille O'Neal because I used to love watching them two match up and go at it. So, you know, and the stereotype statistics, no, you don't see that. So he is, you know, China. He is Chinese, seven foot six, coming to America to play American basketball in the professional, the biggest platform of basketball you can do it at. And he held his own. I mean, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. Now, Yao Ming was he, he could he could play basketball. You know, he he'll drop fifty on me in a quarter. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he was skill wise a necessarily Hall of Famer. I don't think he really like led the league in points, rebounds, or anything over his years blocks. That's, uh, what, that's what I'm saying. Is like I, yeah. I've never heard anything like that from from that <laughs> character. Like I know he's a big guy, you know. I know he could just stand there and just dunk the ball without having any real skill. He just got to be in the right right spot at the right time. Right. But I haven't heard anything miraculous or showmanship. You know. Right. Like you know, the only, I, I go back to the old schoolers. You know, you got Magic Johnson, Jor, uh, Jordan. You know, you got people that like put that the flavor into the ball game once again and I don't mm-hmm. understand like that's the people that I thought belong into a hall of fame they changed the game like I'm glad he was an ambassador and brought uh, you know uh, yeah that's the word us yep. to, ambassador. To, to China but it's not like football I mean basketball has been new it's been around forever 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 yeah, yeah Namesmith dropped the basketball a long time ago so yeah when you mentioned like an ambassador I think that's what what more the motto is of well, well you got to think know. their typical culture probably took someone in his stature in order for them to go oh okay we can do this now yeah you know because we're not going to give America any credit for like their skills and their abilities or their games but you know it goes around they're into baseball I mean I don't know if they're into football yet but it's great to hear that they're getting a little bit more established in the basketball realm but Hall of Fame you got to be spectacular I believe yeah exactly you definitely do included. In the North North American Committee finalists for the class of 2016 are Shaquille O'Neal, Allen Iverson, and Tom and Michigan State head coach Tom Izzo. There's no question of these four individuals, of these three individuals I just named: Shaquille O'Neal, Allen Iverson, Tom Izzo. Three huge names that went in and pretty much and changed the game. Like Joe mentioned, you know, that basketball has always been around. Now, who is a part of basketball that evolved not only, you know, their status, not only evolved their 
statistics and, you know, what they do, but also outside of the game, outside, off the court. I think Yao Ming had a, a lot more off the court than he did on the court. He only played eight years. And, you know, with Iverson, Tom Izzo, and Shaquille O'Neal, I mean, all three of these guys literally took the game to a whole nother level. Tom Izzo literally and still is, you know, one of the best coaches in basketball, period. In the NBA college, one of the top recruiters. I mean, he's always have a very competitive team. Allen Iverson, obviously, we all know his story and the way he changed the game with tattoos, braids, uh, long shorts, saggy pants, and still, you know, balled out, still be a leader on this team. And then just Shaq Diesel. I mean, come on. Let, like, let's. There's nothing more to say after that. I mean, isn't literally there, the biggest a, dominant force. Isn't there a lot of other players out there that have played in the game a long time ago that should still be considered for the Hall of Fame that kind of seem like they're just not going to get that chance now that there's new players being looked at and the new style that's going around? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there, are, uh, there are a couple other guys out there right now. Um, I can't think off the top of my head because Yao Ming is such a big distraction. Of course. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, there's definitely a, a, yeah, definitely a list of guys that still are not in and maybe they may get in in the future. Hopefully they will. But now, now the NBA is going to set – this has set another bar of NBA Hall of Fame. I mean, the guy averaged 19 points, nine rebounds, and about two blocks a game. That's his career stats over oh eight God. seasons. <laughs> oh eight God. years. Oh, my God. 19 I, points. It sounds more or less like the NBA is trying to make a statement. <laughs> 19 points. Yeah, either you. Everybody gets a trophy. Every, everyone gets a trophy. Or if you can take your country and take evolve our game and our business with take it to a whole new level and average just under 20 points a game, be ready. <laughs> well, it sounds like they're trying to indulge themselves in an alternate market here. You know, they're, they're trying to say, well, look, look what you just said about how he brought um, NBA to his country. Well, that starts a little bit of a trading market yeah. as well as other money. So maybe if we put him in the Hall of Fame, you know, this country might give us more money or might end up on a different level. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> America nowadays, you know, everybody's after something different. Yeah. I mean, well, obviously, I think everyone is still chasing China. I think. Obviously, populated wise, and you know, uh, be able to uh, create you know so many items made in China. Everything's you know that you read about or that you uh, purchase. Everything's made in China. But we so. got great ball players made here in America too. We do. <laughs> I, I, I get. Yeah, we definitely do. Now, no disrespect to the guys that are of coming course. overseas. You know, the, the Dirks not. and the uh, Steve Nashes of the world, and uh, Tony Parker, Ginobili's. Yao Ming, right, right? You know, it's it's definitely respectable. I mean, it's definitely you know they hold their own, which is great. This is why we play this game in America. You know, exactly. That's the biggest platform. I get that, and but I mean, I'm just looking at the stats. How many seasons this guy played? He literally every time I see him, he was always injured. So, you know, but what he did for the world, the game of basketball, and the world concept, I get it. Do we have a World Basketball Hall of Fame? I don't. Uh, Maybe that's what he could probably go in as. I don't see him going in as, in as like a Houston Rocket, which the team he played for. But as a as a like immortal piece to the world basketball to the game to, as, in the world, yeah, no question, he's a <laughs> Hall of Famer. <laughs> 
he took the whole country of China and said, follow me. You know, I get that. That's huge. Well, what what other players in another sport have gone to the Hall of Fame because they brought that sport to their country? Because there's a lot of countries out there that, you know, they knew a little bit about it. I'm sure China knew exactly what basketball was. But, right. but I'm sure that there's other countries out there that have also had some star player that's come and played in the games here in America and made it big, but they didn't get put into the Hall of Fame, especially not with a stat and a track record like you just said that this gentleman has. Right. And and, and they probably have changed, you know, the game for their country and, you know, realization of, oh, we can make it. You know, there is a way if we love this game, love this sport, that we can also be there too. So, you know, I, I definitely get that as well. So, yeah, we'll come up. Let me give me a, give me a quick minute here. I know we got to go to break here, so. I'll think of some people, some names out there. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demi Lachey, Super Producer Joe. We'll be right back to finish things up in this last segment. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Welcome back. Yeah, this is for D'Angelo Russell, too. That, that song right there, that's for D'Angelo Russell. It goes down in the DMs, buddy. Everything is shown in the DMs. Direct messaging, if you don't. Yeah, okay. Kwame Lassa Sports Talk Show. Demi Lachey is back. Super producer Joe, we here to wrap up this this show. That that break went by so fast, I couldn't even get a list of names together. Thanks, Joe. That's um, what happens. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, that's what Fridays are for. And you can continue exactly, tomorrow. exactly. That's why tomorrow will be a, a great Friday. I hope everyone tune in. Everyone's tuned in today and tune in Tuesday, Monday. You know how we do it on Friday. So, but yeah, that's why uh, that's why we do turn, tune in to that Friday. But yeah, I mean. What y'all mean going in? 
I believe he's pretty much a unanimous choice. And then you have, uh, I, I think Shaquille O'Neal would be the next unanimous, you know, no question lock for the Hall of Fame class. Wait, wait, wait a minute. So Shaquille O'Neal's not in the Hall of Fame, but he's, but Young Ming's going to be in the Hall of Fame? They already announced Yao Ming is going to be. Like, it's already oh, wow. a lock. Wow, that's a big slap in the face to Shaq. Shaq's is still, you know, yeah, definitely. Shaq was terrible. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I like the Bulls. And I didn't like Shaq at all um, back when I was a kid, you know. But <laughs> I watched him grow. I watched him become a great ball player. You yeah. know, he was fumbly and big, and he, he just had to find his place. And, you know, that took years of dedication and practice. And uh, Young Ming with his stats, that's crazy. Yeah, definitely. And to have it, to have it already as a lock, I mean, I'm, hey, okay, whatever that means, you know, he's, he's done. You know, he did his part, I guess. He's he's done enough. But, um, yeah, with Shaquille O'Neal, I think it's going to be unanimous. Once the voting starts to happen with the with the finalists, uh, I think it's no question. But, I mean, some other guys, you know, Spencer Haywood could probably be one. Mark, Ag- Mark Ag- Agari, uh, he played back when the Bad Boys was going on in the uh, – in the uh, Detroit Pistons era, then he also had a great career in Dallas, uh, great career with the Clippers as well. So, Mark Aguirre, I'm not pronouncing it right, but I, I did watch his game. I did watch a couple documentaries with his game, and everyone paid him so much respect. Jack Sigma, still not in. Mitch Richmond, huge baller in the 90s, held it down. And then Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway still not elected. Um, with his run, with his run with the Run DMC boys and Golden State Warriors, and he had a great career with the uh, Miami Heat and the Mavericks, Nuggets, and then the Pacers as well. Even though he was there for by probably about two hours, um, but you know he really made his game with the Warriors in the Miami Heat. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's obviously that's just a quick list I can come up with, um, and that I also researched and read about. So, I mean, other than that, I mean. You know, we all mean being already elected in. I mean, stats out the window. It's all about what I did and who I am to and what I bring to the game today. If that's what it's about, then guys shouldn't even play on the court anymore. <laughs> they should just go pick up a book and go find, you know, someone that they can make an impact with for their sport. Tony Romo tweets he'll be ready for full off season. And... I don't think he's I don't think he should be participating fully in the off season. Here's why. I mean, this guy has literally came back from two uh back to back like tough surgeries to deal with. Collarbone surgery. Uh tried to come back and play on it, you know, irritated it a little bit more, shut it down for the season. I think you should shut him down for the off season. Uh maybe get him throwing uh closer to- towards the season so when it comes to pregame st- or uh you know, the the off-season, uh, preseason games, uh, maybe play him about two games. You know, I wouldn't, you know, take him through the whole structure, camp. Um, not what everyone else, the, all the, you know, everyone who is healthy. You know, I have him doing his own thing, doing some one-on-one drills with, you know, his receiving core and Jason Whitney and, you know, getting together with the running backs. Some little stuff, but not everything. So, But he says he's ready for the full off-season workout. Um, I wouldn't necessarily do it. I, you know, I would wait till like probably the second preseason game to finally get him going with everything before the season. Uh, 
NFL draft is coming up. Uh, closer look at, you know, I think, obviously, Laramie Tonto, offensive tackle out of Ole Miss. I've seen that guy bench 225, 225 pounds. Excuse me. He benched that 34 times, I believe. Seen the video on it. Obviously, they showed about 30 of the reps, but... I mean, that's that's just incredible. I think he's a unanimous lock for the Tennessee Titans and what they're bringing to the table then. I know the rumors that they're talking about, you know, trading that pick away, Cleveland possibly trading, you know, number number two pick, you know, um, probably not going to go with like a Carson Wentz thus far, not yet. But, um, you know, we'll we'll see. You know, I think Cleveland should hold it down and still pick up, uh, still pick up Carson as a number two pick and, you know, Develop him over time behind RG3. And, you know, that way you have serviceable backup. That way you know, you know, you got a young guy who's ready to go right behind him. Arizona Cardinals, I know they've been talking rumors of taking one of these uh, top names in the quarterback position, uh, these top three guys, either uh, going with Wentz or going with Paxson. Or going with golf, and I think uh, the Cardinals, if, if Paxson on the list, I think they'll take him in the first round. They haven't necessarily said it, but they are looking for the future in their quarterback position. Carson Palmer is, you know, growing with the AGE, but you know, the Father Time is starting to kick into him, kick up, and you know, he's not that young anymore. And Father Time starting to kick in, and you know, get after him a little bit, and not necessarily going off the play that he displayed in the playoffs. I don't think that has anything to do with why the Cardinals are looking for a, a, a great prospect to come in and learn from him, but it's just time. You know, how much more time, you know, can you rely on? Can you Do you want to go with Carson Palmer? I think his time is starting to come up, you know, starting to come a little short. That, that window of opportunity is starting to come more narrow, and, you know, you got to start building for the future. So this would be a great year to get a serviceable backup, a young guy, uh, it was even rumors. I guess Cardell Jones probably came in for a workout a couple couple of days ago. Um, I, I think that's a great pickup. You know, maybe you should catch him in the in the early third round, maybe fourth round um, to pick up a guy like Cardell Jones. I think that would be a great fit. You know, get him some time to develop and learn how to become a pro. And especially under Bruce Arians, the quarterback whisperer, you know, I think he would dedicate that time and that effort. And someone you you can definitely build up on. I mean, you obviously got a young receiving core uh, with the young receiver Nelson. You got John Brown. You know you're going with, and Larry Fitz is not going to be around forever. Michael Floyd, I think, still has a lot of game left in him. So you you definitely got a young core group. David Johnson on the offensive end for sure. You got you know a couple old linemen that you picked up um, last couple years in a draft. So I think if you stick with that group, get Cardell in that concept, it, it can grow. You know, who knows what it can turn into. Final Four is coming up on the weekend. Washington Wizards coming into town to play against the Phoenix Suns. I'll probably go check that out tomorrow night. Uh, I want to go see what this guy Devin Booker is about. He's been taking his game to a whole nother level since he played. uh, Before he played against that game against the Lakers and Kobe and after he signed his shoes and everything, signed a pair of shoes for him. But even after, I mean, he's been tearing it up as a rookie, so... I want to go see his matchup against, you know, Bradley Beal and go see John Wall. Um, I have not seen John Wall play in the NBA just yet. I've seen him play at Kentucky, but go see him live. I'm going to go check that out tomorrow. So, unfortunately, we are out of time today. Thank you for tuning in with Demry Lachey here at the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Thank you, Super Producer Joe, for holding it down. Oh, yeah. 
And also Kwame for calling in. Kurt Fell Kelly, you owe me. But hopefully, you know, we'll get the whole gang back in town tomorrow. So thanks for tuning in. You listen to the Kwame Lester Sports Talk Show, and we out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.